had a fart emergency everybody pretty sure and he's he dutched ovened himself <laughs> so here's the story all right it's story time with alex and brendan <laughs> i was sitting in my chair waiting for brendan to get on the computer to call me for the <laughs> podcast and i farted and it's it's a cushy chair so i think that it, the chair swallowed some of the fart gas <laughs> and then i went up to go to the bathroom and I came back, and my girlfriend was sitting in the chair. So, like, that's cool. But then she and gave we were me my having headset. a lovely conversation. Yeah, she was, she was having a conversation with Brendan, and it was fine. Because we're, we're all friends here. We all love each other. But then she got up, and I sat back in the chair. And my fart bomb exploded out of the chair from me sitting on it. And now all I'm doing is sitting here in my own stink. And it's the worst. Anyway, that's my that's my that's my chat so what did you learn what uh moral can you take away from this i literally learned nothing i will still fart in my chair on a regular basis all right flatulate freely my friend that has a bit of a ring to it i know i'm gonna make a t-shirt we should make a brand of pants with a hole in the butt and call them (laughs) the flatulate freely pants okay yeah, but you still have underwear on. <laughs> True. So should I have like built-in underwear with also a hole? <laughs> I don't know if I'd like that anyway, because then you'd go to scratch your butt and you'd miss. <laughs> your finger would go through the hole. <laughs> <laughs> or we would it would introduce oh. a whole generation of people to having a finger up there. Maybe oh, they would like no. it. And then, oh God! What have we done? Welcome to episode thirty-one of Refined Nineties Cinema. <laughs> <laughs> Where we're definitely not going to invent pants with a hole in the butt. You never know, Brandon. Our fortune could be right around the corner. It's true. We could have a Kickstarter. We could go on Dragons Den. <laughs> Our our business plan is go to Value Village, buy $2 (laughs) pants, and cut holes in them. What are your operating costs? Well, we got the really good scissors, so that's about $8 a piece. (laughs) What what, what kind of revenue are you looking to expect? $100 million. In 1912 money. (laughs) <laughs> so what is the what is the equivalent 50 cents carry on <laughs> you just throw 20 bucks at us and tell us to get the fuck out. <laughs> thank you for your time <laughs> thank you dragons we'll see you next year with our next ridiculous invention we do that like weird exit interview where like the camera catches you on the way out yeah and they're like so how'd it go how'd it go do you think the do you, do you think that you, your product Dragons, has a future? Uh, no comment. No Talk comment. Talk to my lawyer. Refine 90 Cinema. Talk literally, <laughs> we're like this, the modern day stew pickles. We're like, we have awesome ideas, but they never catch on. No, we have really dumb ideas, but we actually execute them because we don't realize how dumb they are. But the, the Raptar was good, wasn't it? You mean the fucking mobile, the, the thingamajigger? It was called the, the Raptar. 
I don't know. Reptar? Dude, reptars. The, like the Reptar wagon or whatever. I thought later on in the series, like it caught on and that's how he made money. No, Reptar was already a thing. Oh. The Reptar wagon almost got his kids killed. Right, but I thought that that's how he made his living. I don't think so, dude. We had homemade hamburgers for dinner tonight. What did you put in your hamburgers? In my homemade hamburgers? Yeah, what's your like? What's your go-to? I mean, there's garlic and onion and hamburger and like worst Worcestershire sauce. Actually, did you know how to properly say that? Wor- Worcestershire? No, it's Wooster. It's literally just pronounced Wor- Wooster sauce. What? Yeah, I it blew my mind. I was like, why? There's so many other letters. Worcestershire. It's literally they pronounce it worse, like Wooster sauce over there. Oh, in the across the pond. Yeah, across the pond. This is the correct Worcestershire. How you're supposed to pronounce it? All right, let's see. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh, so it's named for a place. Yeah. Uh mm-hmm. huh. And according to Merriam-Webster dictionary, skip the first R. Worcester and the C and the E. While you're at it, barely say the second R. Worcestershire. 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 I can't do it. It was a valiant effort. Anyway, I'll put this article in the show notes. Okay. <laughs> Reader's Digest, thank you. So I've picked a movie for tonight to start off our new trilogy of stuff that we're watching. And I picked... Correct. We had we had thrown a little a little dust in the wind at some point about doing sports movies from the nineties. So I picked a an unorthodox sports movie from the nineties that is absolutely one of my favorite comedy movies of all time. It's and called what Basketball. Is it? Yeah. And it's got Trey Parker and Matt Stone in it. And you know who those guys are, Brendan? The creators of South Park. Yes. And Book of Mormon. Yes. And probably other things. Yes. They're in a band. Have you seen this movie? I have. Not recently. Oh my God, is it ever good. And I know I like it. Although when I was thinking about it in my head for some reason, I was mixing it up with Dodgeball. I don't know why. I always like, I always associate this movie with Ready to Rumble, which is like a 2000 film that I wanted to watch at some point on the podcast, but we can't because it's 2000. But I used to watch them like back to back when I was a kid because like they were, well, maybe not a kid. I was like a teenager, but But you always watch them together. That's cool. Yeah, they're funny. So what are you drinking, Alexander? I'm drinking. um, Why am I yelling? I don't know. know. Quit fucking yelling at me. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) I'm right here. I can hear you. You're talking a normal volume. (laughs) Um, I'm so excited. I'm drinking red wine. I That's forget it. what it's called. Send us an email, refine90cinema at gmail.com. Refine90cinema.com. That was perfect. I heard you saying it and I chimed yeah. in. I was telling people to email us. Email us. Do it. I want to, I want to get your emails. Because right now we only get emails from like podcasting company marketers. Fuck those guys. And... I mean, some of them are good, but some of them just want our information to spam our email. Yeah, well, they can have this dick. Okay, I'll tell them that. 
And then when you Do get it. a knock on your door, be like, I was promised dick, sir. I hope it was, I hope it's a knock on the back door, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> with, with the special pants. <laughs> oh, Lord. My whole living room's going to smell like shit. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm, li- I'm drinking a, a red wine. It's called Guardian. Uh, it's 2017 wine, and it's a Cabernet Sauvignon. It's from Chile. It's a Chilean wine. Chile. And actually, I'll take a picture of the, the wine bottle because it's awesome. Oh, cool. Um, and I'll send it to you. And if you want, you can put that in the show notes. I the shall. Here, let me like. I will slide that in our SNs. I am being classy AF this week. And on Mother's Day, I had some champagne with my mother. And so I am drinking the rest of it. Nice. Drinking some champagne. Some champagne. Also, uh, I wanted to, I wanted to, before we start getting into the movie, read the recipe that I sent you on Facebook the other day. So I thought it was, thought it was hilarious. And I thought we should share it with the, with the podcast. The turkey recipe. So, so it's a turkey dressing for like stuffing. God. Anyway, welcome back to Alex's uh, cooking catastrophes. This is my official turkey dressing recipe that I totally did not get from a really old cookbook and made myself. <laughs> anyway, it's it's to stuff the turkey with. It's crushed dry bread, sage, onion, celery, a tablespoon of salt, chicken broth, and one half cup of uncooked popcorn. Mix well. Stuff the turkey. Cook for five hours at 300 degrees or until the popcorn blows the ass off of the turkey. That's my instructions. Enjoy. <laughs> it's literally, it literally says that. It was actually an Instagram post, but it literally says that in the cookbook and it fucking kills me. I think it's hilarious. So I just Googled it to see if like it was a real thing. While I was saying it, you like typed it in. And there's another one. It says, Oh. <laughs> Fill cavity with dressing and popcorn. Place turkey in baking pan with the neck end towards the back of the oven. Very important. <laughs> baking will take about four hours. Listen for popping sound. When the turkey butt blows the oven door open and the bird flies across the room, it's done. <laughs> oh, man. That's hilarious. I honestly want to try it, though. To see if it would, well, it would, if it has enough grease, like, it would pop. I don't know if I'd like a greasy turkey, though. No, but, like, you know, when you, like, oil the meat. Oh, I know when you oil the meat. Um, I made, <laughs> so, I have a question for you. Do you like Arby's? Um, I don't think I've ever actually eaten at an Arby's before. Oh, really? Yeah, I've had Harvey's a ton of times, but no, not Arby's. No, Arby's, not Harv. I know Canadians, we get confused between the two. Arby's with no H. Oh, no, I know. That's what I was saying. I've had Harvey's many, many times, just never Arby's. So, Maddie Matheson on YouTube, he's a chef, and he is is very funny. And he made, like, a copycat Arby's sandwich that he called Grarby's, and I made the recipe with the roast beef roast, and it actually is delicious and tastes better than Arby's. And since I had so much roast and cheese sauce, I ate it a lot. You ate it a lot. <laughs> Sweet. There's a lot of written about this 
turkey popcorn recipe. Like I, this thought, is I a, honestly thought it was just like a huge joke, but I, I guess I think not. it is. What would it, so so there's an article on melmagazine.com link in the show notes. What would happen if you were filled with unpopped popcorn when you got cremated? Oh lord. I think like I don't know like it would pop. I don't know. I feel like we need to do like a Mythbusters. Popcorn stuffing is like legitimately a thing. No, I think it's a joke. No, like I I searched it on Google and there's like a ton of recipes for it. Like actual recipes. There are a lot of recipes, but I still think it might just be a joke. No, dude, I'm pretty sure it's like a legit thing. Because there's like, for every recipe, there's a joke about it being a joke. I don't know, man. And it's all like, blow the butt off the turkey. Fill cavity with stuffing and popcorn. When the turkey's (laughs) ass blows the door open, it's done. (laughs) It says this is a joke. Okay, it's a joke. I don't think it's real. But we should try it. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read a recipe really quick. It's not that long, but it's okay. a little. Just get okay, ready go. for a ride because it's probably. So this is one that like seems. It's. It, I think it's on like a spoof thread, but it seems like it would actually work, and they wrote it in a funny way. So, so <laughs> place one and a half ounces heated Grand <laughs> Grand Marnier into a deep container with a wide mouth. A brandy sifter works well for this purpose, and if the company of friend, and if in the company of friends, repeat this for each one of them. <laughs> Make a toast to life and down it. This is essential for the outcome of this recipe. Ensuring the Grand Marnier is fresh is important. Repeat: wash the bird and pat dry. Refill brandy sniffers. Sorry, <laughs> sifters. <laughs> you know what to do. Combine all ingredients for the stuffing and mix well. Stuff turkey loosely. Check the temperature of the Grand Marnier by taking a gulp. Trust the turkey. If you don't have any kitchen twine, go out to the barn and grab some bailing wire. <laughs> Take a glass of the orange stuff with you. Once the turkey is trussed, celebrate the accomplishment with another swig. Put turkey in a 350 degree oven. If you have a roasting pan, you can use that if you want to. In a small saucepan, put about three glugs of Grand Marnier in. If you accidentally put in flour, put in four, empty the saucepan into your glass and try putting three glugs in the saucepan again. <laughs> if unsuccessful the second time, skip the glass and drink out of the damp pot. If unsuccessful after three tries, ask for a volunteer to go to the store for another couple of bottles. When the bottles arrive, take one for yourself and line everyone up so they can try filling the damp pot. Check the turkey. You can tell it's getting close to being done by the bulge near the rear of the bird and gurgling sounds that are not quite as loud as your friends. If all attempts fill the pot with precisely three glugs have been unsuccessful, quickly open the tur- open the turkey and pour a few splashes in the oven. <laughs> Close the door. Trust me. <laughs> Continue to get baked and cook the turkey until popcorn pops and blows the hind end off the turkey. Serve your friends on individual plates or just throw them all in the bathtub. Take two aspirin <laughs> and get ready for one hell of a hangover. Okay, it might be a joke. <laughs> the popcorn turkey. Thing. Although I did find a recipe for like like popcorn turkey but like popcorn chicken style and it it actually looks very good. I bet it is good. Uh, I'm not Seems a big like it would turkey be good. Fan. I don't know. It makes me sleepy. Yeah. All the trip to fan. Yeah. Tripping on fans also makes me dizzy. Sleepy. <laughs> it makes you concussed. <laughs> Watch your mouth, Brendan. I said concussed. 
How dare you say that word? What did you think I said? Nothing. Oh. Anyway, if you haven't seen Basketball, everybody who's still listening after that nonsense. Go watch it before we spoil it for you. (laughs) Yeah, you really should go watch it because it's quite good to just watch the first time and then come back and listen to the podcast and uh, enjoy our nonsensical chatter while it's going on. It's true. It's a good, it's a wild ride. It's a good movie. So, um, but anyway, we're doing sports movies from the nineties. So it can be serious or funny or whatever else. This is just probably my favorite sports movies from sports movie from the nineties. So, Oh, Oh, my friend. Oh, just wait. You don't know what's coming. So just wait. There's one other that I'll probably pick for the third movie we watch in this trilogy. And I already know what it's going to be. So, but for now, let's, uh, let's get to yours going to be. Remember the Titans. No, it was going to be The Replacements, but that's a 2000 movie, so now yeah. I can't watch it. With Keanu Reeves, dude. What 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 year was uh, the bus movie? You know what I'm talking about? Speed? Speed. I think that was 90s. I thought that was 80s. I thought it was like 87. Oh, 94. Keanu, Keanu Reeves is not that old. 94. I think Speed 2 actually came out in the 90s as well. Oh, wow. So we could do a Keanu trilogy. We actually could. It's, oh my God, it's got like the young Sandra Bullock in it too. Jesus. John Wick, chapter four and five, pre-production, rumored. <laughs> rumored. There's a Matrix 4? Oh, it's in post-production right now. Yeah, they're making a new Matrix movie. Jeez, it's not going to be good. I'm going to watch it, but it's not going to be good. Do you know that Keanu Reeves did a Patrick did a movie with Patrick Swayze called Point Break? I do now. Keanu Reeves just doesn't age, dude. I've never seen Bill and Ted. You ever seen Bill and Ted? No. Oh man. Anyway, enough about Keanu Reeves. Let's uh, watch this movie with Matt Stone. Let's get into Matt Stone and Trey Parker. Check. Have you seen the the Seven Days to Air? It's a documentary about how they make South Park in a week. Yeah, I have seen it actually. It's very it's, cool. It's very cool. It's very interesting. And I watched a. There's a thing on in the first season of South Park. It's like on one of the bonus discs. Mm. Um, and it explains like their process about how they made an episode in the first season and how much it changed dramatically after the first yeah. season was finished because they did it like all themselves, just the two well, of them. And they did it like stop motion with cardboard. With yeah, they like cut out little cardboard cutouts paper. and yeah. Um, and they actually said in that same like little snippet that you got as like the bonus part of the disc that making the Canadians. Wait, making the Canadians or making the Americans? The ones with the flappy heads? Yeah, the ones with like the circle heads. That's that, the Canadians. Yeah, making the Canadians was actually like the easiest part for them because it was just a circle they cut in half. <laughs> and you just like move it arbitrarily uh, yeah. for how animated you want the voice to be. So they didn't have to cut out like the individual mouths or anything. Huh. Move the head. I couldn't remember. I haven't seen South Park in ages. so No, I kind of, I watched a bunch and then... Yeah. Whenever I come back to it, I enjoy it, but it's not something I wait to watch. I don't I don't watch a lot of that stuff anymore. I don't watch The Simpsons anymore, really. I've mm. seen all of Futurama. When that ended, I was sad because that was a really good show. But Is that late night comedy style of like cartoon? You have to be in the right mood to watch it. I think like it was different when I was 12 and I was like, I'm not supposed to be watching this. Oh, like my that's par- my why parents it was never cool. said that I wasn't supposed to be watching. Oh, mine, mine didn't. But, like, let me watch it, but also, I knew that it was inappropriate. Does that make sense? Yeah. 
I had some shows like that. Mm. Most of it was like horror stuff though, or like really gory stuff or stuff with nudity in it. Mm. My parents were always like really bent out of shape about that. Never South Park, never the Simpsons or any of that stuff. Oh man. What it was like to be a nineties child. Well, that's been another episode. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for coming guys. This has been basketball. Thanks for watching. I might, I might laugh hysterically at some stuff cause I haven't seen it in like a long time. So I hope we both laugh hysterically. Universal Pictures presents. Bum bum. Bum bum. Is this the most like uh, like this in DreamWorks to me, or like the most iconic? And Pixar, oh. I guess. Yeah, I think. Yeah, works. see, Universal Pictures presents. Doesn't the Earth like turn into a like a a basketball though? That would make sense. A David Zucker. I like how it says a David Zucker game instead of film. Mm-hmm. The Earth turns into a basketball, basketball, dude. See, it is capitalized. I was right. Yeah. This was a famous game, eh? The game where Reggie Jackson hit three home runs. Reggie. Reggie. Did you actually know that? Or like, because like, I'm not a baseball. Well, I knew it because of this movie. Like when I was a kid, I saw this movie and then I looked it up to see if it was an actual game. Like a baseball. real thing. And I guess it was like a big deal because it was the only three hits, like his only three times up to bat. And he got a home run all three times. You know, Reamer, someday I'm going to be a big sports star too. Did you ever have anything like that when you were a kid, Brennan? Like a, Where you were like, like a, one day like a dream? I'm going to. Yeah. Did I ever have dreams or aspirations? <laughs> and what is this football game? I don't know what this football Dallas game is. Dallas Cowboys winning something. This the is Super a big Bowl? joke because they're making oh, fun okay. of like sports celebrations after you win and stuff. Well, and there was that whole NFL thing with like no showboating. Yeah. Well, th- like this is a big joke about like they're talking about how like sports are falling because people celebrate too much when they win. And there's a guy walk- getting walked by <laughs> on a stretcher. And, like, <laughs> and the ref is getting involved. Consolidated traditional stadium. Preparation, Preparation H, H Arena. Maxi Tampon Stadium. <laughs> It'd be amazing if that was real. <laughs> Whatever. Shit. What do you think this was made in? Like Microsoft Paint or something? No, it was probably like a real like Maya or something. This is it not was, Maya. Maya well, is probably what like I a real 2D animation program. Wait, you can animate in Paint though. You can? Yeah, nowadays you can. I don't know if you could back then. They're clearly supposed to look like the Canadians. <laughs> yeah. The sea. The seas. The seats are empty. No one wants to go. And now they're talking about interleague play, which is like the segue into basketball. That would actually kind of be amazing. What, football, basketball, football, basketball? Football like just basketball. football players who are allowed to go tackle baseball players? I'd watch yeah. that. There so they're is. telling the story for, you know, sports have become too commercialized. <laughs> Being in the flowers out front of the house. So this was the first thing they did that they didn't write and create. Yep. And I don't know how much they enjoyed the experience. I don't know. Seems like they probably had a good time with it. It would be interesting to see an interview with one of them about this movie. <laughs> I like how they call everyone cock. I like how he's carrying a whole It's like of a twelver beer. of Coors. <laughs> Who does that at a party? <laughs> this party sucks, let's bail. And she's got a bidet. He's drinking out of her bidet. <laughs> Oh god. oh god, he starts licking thing. <laughs> and then she's like, What are you guys doing in my mom's room? room? They're like playing with her mom's underwear and 
Now they're sitting here just making every shot. <laughs> I wonder shot. how long it took to, to get them to shoot that. Because, like, you see the edge of their hand, but you don't see the, the every single time. They probably just, like, pretended to throw it and then had someone drop and it. Then, or it was, like, on a wire or something. Yeah. So this is them, like, inventing the game of basketball or starting to. They, like, challenge these guys that are, like, frat boys. they realize they're actually good. Yeah, they challenge them to a game for 50 bucks, even though they don't have the money. Here's the thing, though. This is, like, stereotypical, like, prep party. Like, I wouldn't spend time with douchebags like that. No, I would not either. He's wearing a fucking towel over his neck or sweater around his neck. Yeah, <laughs> they're playing pig. It's also called horse and Tony Hawk, but I always called it pig. But you could literally say any word. Meatballs and... <laughs> And what's that's what's on that table. Meatballs and watermelon. Yep. <laughs> they just make up the rules. They're like, we get Like it. how they just agree to play, too, even though it's for money. <laughs> that's the way we play in the hood. <laughs> it's one out. He, like, one spits out. a beer all over him while he's shooting. I love the psych outs, man. The psych outs are the best. I fucked your sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he spits the watermelon. Spit a watermelon. <laughs> I love how they just caught the ball like mid play, threw it in the net, and we're like, tip in, double play, jackass. Did he just? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. This is the man version of R- Rami and Michelle. It kind of is, yeah. <laughs> this is what this scene... We gotta get just... jobs, then we get the khakis, and then we Man, get the I chicks. should put the lawn chairs on my roof. How cool would that be? <laughs> <laughs> he asked him if his dog was put safely away at his domicile. They're like, yeah, he's at the vet getting his claws removed. Clearly they meant the cat's at the vet getting his claws removed. <laughs> Doesn't it suck being you? Why does he have like a gas pump? Because he's he works for the gas company. Yeah, now. but like house gas, you don't need a gas pump. The dog was in the yard. <laughs> I feel like back when we were kids, we we all had this one friend in our group that was like the person that just got like called names and picked on all the time, or like I don't know. When I was younger, I had groups of friends that like we all just talked to each other like this. It was awful. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> or bitch. <laughs> If you make the shot, we'll never call you Squeak again. Or Or bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Steve Perry. Why did he do it? He's a grown-up. Oh, they're still playing, and they have squares on the driveway. He's the perfect size to be a point guard. He super is. I hear your sister's going out with Squeak. (laughs) I, I used to actually set up like a little basketball thing in my basement and play. I've never tried to play before. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> Some ball smacks him in the face. Why was he using a torch? <laughs> I don't know. Out of what? The chair. Oh, I guess if you're trying to stretch it, you have to heat it up. But it's not a blowtorch, though. Jenkins the cat. He's eating Lucky Charms. Oh, my God. Uh, That's hilarious. And he's amazing. like meticulously picking out the marshmallows. I should get some Fruit Loops. <laughs> you rip on me 13 or 14 more times. <laughs> the dog comes flying through the window at him. So off the rim could be a double play. Skins. I like how they're not, not wearing shirts. They just have a shirt that says skins. Yeah. 
I love the announcer too. <laughs> They're like in their fucking driveway. That's actually kind of awesome. It's amazing. Like if you think about it, <laughs> what is like? What do they even do trophy? with their lives? It's just a giant bowl. Yeah, because they're, they're, it's not for anything. It's not an actual league yet. They're just, like, playing in their fucking driveway. The NBL. Yep, the NBL. Your hula hoops and Pac-Man. <laughs> Dude, it's Ted Denslow. So now you get to see the transition between the driveway and the actual, like, stadium. where Professional. They yeah. Did you know that the director of this movie also directed Naked Gun with O.J. Simpson? Oh, my God, really? <laughs> That's our O.J. Simpson connection. Yes, because we want to have one of those. Hey, we're called Refine 90 Cinema. I had to come up sooner or later. That's fair. That's a good point. Didn't you have that dream once? That? Look at the people on the roof. (laughs) They're like all falling off the roof and killing themselves. Listen to that crowd. (laughs) Call an ambulance. Dad, the cannon that she never will. Real big fish, dude. I feel like this band was in a lot of movies. They super were. This song's like their most popular song, too. I like how they have like the cheerleaders and everything, too. I'm going to go on record say I'm a bigger Mad Caddies fan than I am a real Big Fish fan. <laughs> the Gatorade is called All Sport. Sounds like a deodorant. <laughs> All Sport. They've got like a practice ball with weights on it. <laughs> it spits out his gum. I think he has chewing tobacco, actually. That's why he's spitting. It looked like gum because it's white. But it maybe. probably was, like, I think it's supposed to be chewing tobacco, but I bet he was, yeah. <laughs> They're in lingerie. Yeah, the chillers are basically just wearing lingerie. Five years ago, they were only in preschool. Triple again. Oh, they're the other guys are prisoners? Yeah, I guess. They're like the they Dallas felons or something. Foam hens? I like how serious the announcers are. That's what makes it. Uh, for real. <laughs> He's doing, watching the announcer. He's watching the announcer, and Reaver's trying to tell him it's all good, and the announcer's like, it's all coming down to just one guy. <laughs> <laughs> you have to wear your socks as a hat. You have to I wear like yourself as a hat. The basket is still attached to a garage. <laughs> Did he say yourself or your socks? Yeah, he said yourself. Oh, I That's like one of my socks. favorite fucking insults from this movie. Go out there and make that shot or I'm going to shove your head so far up your fucking ass. You're going to have to wear yourself as a hat. <laughs> it's a very small field. Well, yeah, because like they're not actually hitting anything. They're just throwing it. <laughs> nice. Psycho <laughs> Dingleberry. They're, they're doing very well. They're trying to catch up. The beers. I wonder how much Coors paid for the product placement. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He just he swallowed a whole hot dog. Swallowed a hot dog whole. <laughs> We should start doing the happy dance, Brendan. <laughs> it's the floss before for the floss. <laughs> he starts getting eggs thrown at him. Everyone has a <laughs> Does an egg night. <laughs> <laughs> he like goes to do CPR on Ted Denzelo and fucking the hot it's dog. It's a very starts. bad special effect. Yeah, it is horrible. The hot dog bouncing in and out of his mouth. <laughs> And he died because the hot it's it's basically dodgeball. Basically. I mean, without this movie, there would be no dodgeball. It was one of the first like spoof sports movies, I think. <laughs> and the hat with the was still wearing the tags. Yeah. <laughs> they have to wear shirts that say losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kinda awesome. 
UPN. If you lose and you get, you still get swag for losing, that'd be dope. Well, did you know, like for like the, uh, the, I don't know if it's NFL or NBA, (laughs) they actually make both sets of champion shirts and then you'll see people in third world countries wearing the shirt of the team that lost because that's where they send them. Wow. (laughs) What the heck? (laughs) <laughs> it's sucked in it's like yeah sucked into the hot tub and like basically flushed the children wish foundation woman man look at that mountain dew machine i know right uh, don't you love mountain dew seeing the old like pop machines and stuff in movies kills me sometimes remember when it was like 75 cents yeah <laughs> would you mind signing these <laughs> he thought she meant her boobs and she really just meant the basketballs that she had in her purse survival <laughs> impaired the sick and dying kids oh well we prefer to think of them as health challenged and survival impaired <laughs> who eats pretzels with mustard i do it's so good really yeah dude like a soft pretzel not like a regular pretzel are you telling me that you're the reamer in this situation? I love a soft pretzel. I love a soft pretzel too, but I don't eat it with. It's a big guy. Just smacks him in the head. <laughs> and she's like, he's blind, Doug. <laughs> There's riots. That's not a good picture. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> His hairpiece was 24. I like how there's a wake and he's like talking about what he's giving away on a TV screen. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. Where's the body? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever been to like a will reading situation? No. Yeah, me neither. I didn't even know. I'm not really sure how that works. Neither am I, but I've seen them in movies and I've never like really been to one. I think it's, I think it's pretty, I don't know. Like yeah, I think it's just lawyer. like a movie thing. What? It, oh, you got see the, she gave season tickets. Yeah, Ted Denslow gave them to her in his will for the Dream Come True Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> I'll come by and like hospitals. No, you don't. You like Taco Bell. <laughs> that was a hostel. Not a hostel. One time I went to a hospital. I met this really hot chick. That was a hostel. <laughs> she she has the same vibe as the stepmom from. The parrot fucking trap. parrot trap. Right? Yes. Just that look on her face when he announced that he was giving it to Coop. Oh, but if they lose, she gets it. Yeah, if they don't if they don't lose, win the season, the team reverts to his wife. She's just a gold digger. <laughs> I like, and I no one leaves everyone. the room. <laughs> I'd like to ask everyone to leave the room so I get a private moment with Coop. No one leaves. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> <laughs> Look at Coop, he's mortified. He's it's thinking kind of I'm awesome. too sexy on his fucking will reading. <laughs> She's putting in carpet. She's actually laying some carpet. <laughs> she literally has done nothing. <laughs> they make all these like innuendos like my lobby could use a good buffing. And then she's actually buffing the lobby. <laughs> on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, on the carpet. Cheerleaders are also mourning the loss, Brendan. <laughs> yes. As are the announcers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, see, it's chewing tobacco. 
Look at his fucking cheek, though. He's got so much in his mouth. I can't ever imagine chewing tobacco. Like, oh, he gave oh, it to Reamer, and then dude, Reamer put it in his mouth so instead. Did you ever do chewing tobacco? No, dude. I've never even smoked cigarettes or anything. <laughs> Same old crap. Hey, that's like our podcast, Brendan. Who gives a rat's ass Thursdays? <laughs> the dealers? Idiota. The Miami. The ah, Miami dealers. <laughs> it's free range chicken night, Brandon. Everyone's got a chicken, and, and the freaking and dealers the are Miami roasting a chicken. Cooking the chicken. <laughs> I can I say I love their mascot is a is a. <laughs> it's fat liposuctioned out of Marlon Brando's ass. <laughs> this guy ate a lot of pork. <laughs> it's really good. This is like one of my favorite psych outs in the whole movie. Oh no, not this He's- one. <laughs> it is good though. <laughs> He's still in Can you sign my chicken? <laughs> oh, they won't allow the teams to move. Yeah, they won't allow the teams to move and players to change cities and <laughs> chicken poo. Look at they're going by with a big ass vacuum sucking up the chickens. Look, it like grinds them up and shoots feathers out the back. Oh god, it's hilarious. Ooh. Oh, he just smeared chicken shit on himself. <laughs> he sure did. It's an Amtrak train. Now we get a now we get a psych out montage. <laughs> he just takes his hand <laughs> in his pants and starts rubbing up and down. Can't gross me out. What is that like? Tinfoil? How is? I don't get it. It's gross because like, have you ever had? Have you ever put tinfoil in your mouth? Yeah, it's like a weird metallic taste. Yeah, <laughs> that would that is not appropriate that, for nowadays at all. No- this is not good for nowadays at all. I got a feeling. <laughs> I, I think it would be amazing if there were actually cheerle- male cheerleaders that look like that. They're for, a team called the, for a team called the Fairies. They're getting like fouls on them because they're making gay jokes. The San Antonio Defenders. And they have raccoon pats. <laughs> <laughs> that would never go there. <laughs> no. Uh, there's so many Trump's jokes. Favorite this movie. movie. Uh, a ballpark hot dog. Oh. <laughs> I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Cuts his finger off with pliers. That's awesome. His fake finger, by the way. Now we go to the hospital scene. This hospital scene's hilarious, too. Women who run with the wolves. Who's <laughs> <laughs> here? My biological father. <laughs> I like how it's like this little kid. He's able to watch a game with things like that in it. We're all going to die. Yeah, but not this week. <laughs> the look that she gives him when he swears in front of the kid. It's very creepy. <laughs> I baked you fresh poppy seeds. And a whole tray, too. not just one. It's no wonder that I was awful at flirting. So this is the kind of shit that I watched when I was a kid. <laughs> as long as it doesn't involve a miracle cure. This kid's fucked up, dude. He dreams of big game hunting. Poisoning a reservoir. <laughs> Banging Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> You'd have a better shot at Bill. He wants to hang out with the team. That's so sweet. After all the terrifying things that he said. 
<laughs> the song's so good. Is this real big fish? I think it is. Doing a cover? Kind of sounds like Not By Choice. Oh, it's by a band called War. No, it's Smash Mouth, dude. Oh, no, it's Smash Mouth. I knew that it sounded really familiar. I was going to say, that doesn't sound right when I looked it up and it said war. I was like, that doesn't make any sense. They're at the bar drinking tequila with the freaking kid. Hey, you wanted to spend a day with the team? (laughs) Oh, God. Jerry Springer. We'll drink every time a fight breaks out. (laughs) (laughs) That's awful. You're so sick. We should play this game at some point, Brendan. And we should watch an old Jerry Springer and yeah, drink like tequila. A, a shitty old Jerry Springer and drink tequila every time a fight breaks out. Oh no, squeak. Beer goggles. Beer Run goggles. Away. It's late. It's fucking 6 a.m. <laughs> How is he still coherent? Oh, maybe the bartender was pouring him water. Oh yeah, you know what? That makes a lot of sense. Maybe that's what we were watching when he had the two bottles. That's probably what it was, yeah. Reamer just told the kid that Coop was going to hit three home runs for him. So there's a wiki how about playing basketball. Yeah. And I'm going to put it in the show notes because I think it's amazing and we should try to do it. We should. I used to I wonder play if this my show. yard is big enough for us to make a court. Oh, it probably is. Mr. Squeak, what grade are you in? Man, the Coors product placement. I guess I never noticed. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of it in this movie. I like how it's like recruit your players. Each team will need a mix of defensive and offensive players. Oh, because he's drunk? Yeah. <laughs> he falls through the garage door. And it's still got all this stuff in it. Yeah, I love how it's actually a garage. <laughs> oh so my God. That Robert Downey Jr. joke. He's eight years old. The fact that, that there's a joke about Robert Downey Jr. being like being an alcoholic drunk. in this movie is insane because he's like completely clean now. And has been in way bigger movies than he was in before, I assume. Oh, 100%. <laughs> no, dude. I'm saying that because she's a guy. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at her. She's got the sweetest Adam's apple. <laughs> I think I could smell her perfume from here. <laughs> he's like, shh. Oh, and Joey. Is that his name, Joey? Yeah, little Joey. He's little Joey's watching the game. Room. Bob? <laughs> He's sleeping. Uh-oh. <laughs> he passes out. <laughs> <laughs> they come running into the hospital like, ah, crap. He missed all three home runs. And the ball says Coop Coop. It says Coop Cooper because he signed the ball. I can't see the R. I could just it looked like Coop Coop. <laughs> he's over there, Morg. <laughs> oh no, he's sat on his oxygen line. <laughs> they keep sitting on his t- air tube. <laughs> sir, sir. <laughs> <laughs> he unplugged the leads. Also, they're in a hospital. Why isn't no one monitoring? <laughs> Lev, damn it, Lev. <laughs> Clear and. <laughs> <laughs> He starts shocking the kid. His eyes are opening when he shocks him. He doesn't even notice. No. Poor Squeak. Code Blooner. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't kill him. Where did he get that? <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Just shut off the power to the hospital, you know. Just a normal Thursday. And now Coop is just drinking at home watching the Reggie Jackson game. 
<laughs> Roadkill. <laughs> Roadkill. Caught on tape. It's funny because there's actually shows like that. Is there? I don't know. It's not real. What's not real? Roadkill caught on tape. Well, no, not that show specifically. There are shows like similar that are just, they seem silly. He has heart palpitations from someone shocking him <laughs> with the paddles. but They were just best friends playing ball in the driveway. Brendan, I want to just be best friends playing ball in the driveway. I know. I miss my best friend in playing ball in the driveway. <laughs> I love I love these like romantic scenes in comedies. It freaking kills me. Because they're they're trying to do like the romantic comedy relief and stuff to it at the same time. They kiss. <laughs> Check out all this cool shit we got at the hospital. <laughs> Open your blouse and say ah. Uh. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Dr. Dickhead. You totally fucked me there. <laughs> I feel so bad for Squeak, he keeps getting screwed over. It's in the trophy room. He picks up one of the freaking trophy bats from baseball and fucking starts swinging it it around. (laughs) (laughs) Throws it across the room on accident. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in a glass case. (laughs) He's alive. (laughs) He's just sitting there. Siegfried and Roy. (laughs) The guy says, I see something I want and I get it. It's in the fire. The Ty Cobb bat. And then Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is fucking ch- clocking out from his shift, sitting in the glass case. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. What's, like, the most absurd job you've ever heard of? I don't know. What do you think? I I saw a job posting one time for someone to be hired to be a wacky-waving, inflatable, arm-flailing tube man. What? Yeah, to just stand there and wave their arms around. Oh, like, like a the, Little Caesars person. Yeah. I just thought it was ridiculous. (laughs) (laughs) Roswell Stadium, home of the aliens. I love it. Storm Area 51. Storm Area 51. Remember that? Yeah. That was like the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, that was just before it. They're all pissed at him for not telling them. So they're losing on purpose. Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. Friends spat. They're having a fight, Brendan. They have jock straps on the wall. And Henderson's jock strap is like three times the size as everyone else's. That's like totally right out of South Park. Dude. <laughs> for for anyone for anyone that listens to the podcast and like likes South Park but doesn't exactly know who Trey Parker and Matt Stone are for the most part. Trey Parker is the character in the movie that we're watching um that plays Joseph R. Cooper or or Coop Cooper, uh, like the main character. And then Doug Reamer is Matt Stone, which is like the curly haired guy. You've been psyched out. This song was written for this movie, by the way. Because it's just called Beers. Oh, that's awesome. No, the song, psych, it's called Psyched Out. Oh, I thought it was called Beers. It's by the Super Suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Mime. <laughs> How do they have time to put all this makeup on their faces and shit in between the innings? They just did, okay? They hired a makeup artist. And then there's Squeak trying to fucking wear masks. DA police. (laughs) 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 His faces weren't working, so he walks up with like a fucking four by eight and smacks him. Smacks him. (laughs) (laughs) The informants. (laughs) Guys, smiling (laughs) this. 
He's playing a thing, like a sleepy like audio cassette tape. <laughs> Literally puts him to sleep. It's Yasmin Bleeth. She's the director of the Dream Come True Foundation. Oh my god, did I just fart? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Is that Tom Green? <laughs> I think it might have been. It kind of looks like him. I like how they just have stripper poles built into the stadium. LA riots. Must have been fun to come up with the teams and the uniforms. Oh, probably. I'm sure it was hilarious coming up with the psych outs they could do, too. He told everyone he caught you jacking off in the bathroom before the game. He saw that? (laughs) He's knitting? What the hell? They just wrote a psych out on Squeak's hand for Squeak to try and psych out the biggest dude on their team. This psych out is really good. (laughs) Well, aren't they supposed to be wearing, like, cups? Yeah, like jock straps. What is a jock strap? I don't know, dude. Have you ever worn one? Nope. Me neither. And he's so angry. Take me on. <laughs> the dude from LA is chasing Squeak. <laughs> <laughs> They're throwing Squeaker out of the bathroom background. <laughs> he's got one of those parabolic microphones. <laughs> <laughs> so he could hear what she was saying. And then he goes, I can't help but overhear your conversation with Miss Reed. Look at Squeak in the basketball net. They're like using his head as like a punching bag. Basketball was in theaters with the parent trap. Was it? Yep. Oh my God. Reviews were awful. There's something about Mary was released two weeks earlier. And I so can't there was reviews just were awful comedies. on this. So now they're doing all these public appearances. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> it's so bad. <laughs> What's wrong with his hair? American Southwestern Division, East Northern. Yeah. <laughs> They're like trying to explain what the how the championship works. If no clear winner emerges, a two-man sack race will be held on consecutive Thursdays until a winner is crowned. <laughs> That's like an awesome the sound effects. It's an awesome like illuminant sign though. Yeah, with the dude throwing up. <laughs> their underwear hanging up in the, yep. the booth. No, daddy, don't touch me there. <laughs> Look at Reamer. He's sitting in a lazy boy chair in the stands. <laughs> Full of chain. What's this guy? He's got lights around the chair. <laughs> <laughs> his name lights up on his... Did you catch that joke? He was like, oh, now you're such a big shot, you're going to act in a Hollywood movie? You fucking sell out. (laughs) And here they are acting in a Hollywood movie. Well, did you see in Seven Days to Air, they talk about doing acid before the some big award ceremony. I don't know if it's the Oscars or whatever. Really? But they literally like wore dresses and dropped acid. That's hilarious. Or ecstasy or something. Some drug. And they just talk about how they still felt that it was like a big joke. At the time. Look at his 18 necklaces. <laughs> it's terrible. Oh, they did like a sweatshop thing. Yeah. He freaking, he blackmailed them. Or he is blackmailing Episode them. Episode 31, Finance and... Dot com. He's blackmailing them to miss the Denzelo Cup, the last game of the season. Play ball and we'll be just fine. I thought you said you didn't want us to play ball. Like if she's just in the guy's locker room and they're standing there naked. <laughs> <laughs> can I call you pig fucker? No, only my friends can call me pig fucker. <laughs> Sir Swish. <laughs> Apparently, uh, 
Squeak sleeps in a drawer underneath the locker room. So Victoria Silvstead is a real person. Yeah. Playmate of the Year, 1998. And she was right? Playmate of the Year in 1997. 1997. Okay. What is this song? I think it's specifically made for the movie because the dude starts singing about his life. This is they sang this. I think it is them singing it, yeah. It sounds like fucking Randy. Look out ahead, there's a truck changing lanes. <laughs> He's like, what the hell is this song? Unless you start using topical cream every day. <laughs> He's flying to Calcutta, dude, so he can stop the children from, from making his shoes. <laughs> oh, oh, there's a goat in it. <laughs> M. Gandhi, Inc. You must put on hard hats. It's <laughs> there like Santa's workshop. You must wear hard hat, and it's a... Are you watching, like, the Law & Order thing? It's so good. Yeah, it is good. No, it's like a Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, but it's the dude from Law & Order, isn't it? No, it's Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Scenario number one. He's hanging by his neck in his fucking closet. He's been gone for, like, a day. Yeah, he was the actual host of Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Mr. T. <laughs> in the late 80s. Robert Stack. So it's presented like an Unsolved Mysteries. Like, what happened to him? That's hilarious. Bob Costas. I feel like they were like the announcers of every video game. Oh, a thousand percent. Coop walks in. And everyone's happy. The rivalry. And of course, it's Dallas again. Yep. <laughs> They're missing all their shots, Brandon. They're going to lose the game. And the kids are watching in the hospital. <laughs> it's Unsolved Mysteries. Yeah, she switches it and Unsolved Mysteries comes on and then it tells her about about Coop and she's like, we gotta go to the game. I love him. All rise for the Pledge of Allegiance. If I were a woman, I'd like to be <laughs> Come on, kids. We're going to the game. Look at the seventh inning stretch for basketball, dude. I get it. It's like the halftime show of football games. The Malaka Laka balance board of trust. Not A lot of what we watch does not age. What do you mean does not age? From a cultural and socially acceptable... No, it doesn't age well at uh, all. ...frame of reference. It might just be 90s movies in general. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Squeak is, is their voice of reason. They're fighting on the Bulaka Laka board. And they put the microphone down. Oh, Squeak's speech is going to get to him, dude. Heartfelt speech, man, from the pineapple. Dudes, stop this madness. As he gets launched... Into the fireworks Into the display. Come on. It's indoors and there's fireworks. <laughs> Imagine all the smoke. Uh, you suffocate. They do. She does give off serious like parent trap stepmom vibes. It's Jenny McCarthy. Is that who that is? Uh-huh. That's hilarious. Don't they make out? They do make out. <laughs> <laughs> dude, dude, dude. She also believes that vaccines cure autism. Interesting. And she's an anti-vaxxer. Her Wikipedia calls her... The face of the anti-vax movement. Really? Oh, now they're doing good. Yeah, they're they're gonna come back, man. They made up, they made out, now they're coming back. <laughs> that's so cool. Hey, that's my wife. Yeah, and this is me. I like how none of the other team players ever shoot, it's just the three of them. No. Oh, the board's moving so fast, it's smoking. I feel like they had to put the fit the movie in 90 minutes, so that's why they sped it up. Oh, 100%. Oh, dude. Fucking Trey Parker does the Cartman voice right here. Do you remember this? Oh, you guys, seriously, I'm fucking fat. I'm fucking fat, seriously. <laughs> 16 to 14, bottom of the top of the night. I don't know. 
It's the bottom or top? It's the same thing that happened in the driveway, Brendan. I'm pretty sure it's the same announcer, too. Or he misses. Oh, and then I think Lazy Boy pops here. Yeah, there it goes. And he's just destroyed. The Dream Come True Foundation asks the driver of the cab to go faster, and he puts a helmet on and does roadkill cut on tape. <laughs> oh, and, and all the cheer. kids are like, yay! <laughs> Joey made him a ball, dude. Which would not be regulation and should not be allowed. Listen, what if it is regulation? What if they made it regulation? Oh, she's very pretty. It's like that f- thing with the footballs being deflated. Who who did that? I forget who did that, the f- deflated footballs thing. It was like a big deal, though. It's off the rim. It's going to get it, Brendan. They're going to win the game. Here it goes. I don't know. They won, dude. Then he does the home run. <laughs> the lights are exploding. Yeah, apparently. From the fireworks at the halftime show, I guess. <laughs> You're excited. Feel these nipples. I'm going to tell you to feel my nipples whenever we're excited. <laughs> the fucking Unsolved Mysteries guy. We still have no goddamn clue where this to get. Where the fuck this guy is. it's clearly a dude it's very clearly a dude but squeak's happy (laughs) (laughs) she's like lifting him up and down oh man watching this movie brings back memories man (laughs) got milk (laughs) it's fucking isn't that like ted Castle or whatever ted they have a lot of big names in this movie Where's the rest of the team? They just exclude their whole team except for the three of them. No, it's not Ted Koppel. I don't know who that guy is then. <laughs> American flag afterwards. Yeah, American that was Geraldo Rivera, I think. Oh, you're still... Oh, the guy that was doing the announcing at the end? We like that movie. So we there, do. obviously there's a lot of laughs. So did you know that was the only thing that they've been a part of that they didn't write, produce, direct, create? Really? Yep. That's awesome. And they haven't done it since. Like, they've always been involved, right? Like, they were just hired to act in the movie. And I wonder if the, they, that really colored their view of the industry and they just, like, went, We're, uh, we want to be done with this. I mean, maybe. Like. I can imagine that they maybe just didn't have a very good experience. Having to play by other people's rules and just kind of. Yeah, it didn't have it didn't make a lot of money at the box office. It was not liked by critics. It has thirty eight percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it, it it didn't do well, but I love it. It's like a little it's like a cult classic or something for me. I don't know. Let's read some reviews, my friend. Let's see what people thought of the movie. I love it. So obviously everyone else has gotta love it too, right? Pat O'Brien and Dan Patrick were the announcers, and they are real sports announcers. Oh my god, really? They got real sports announcers? Yeah, they're actually very well-known sports announcers. Oh my god, people are just like shitting on the actors in this movie. Have you seen Orgasmo? No, I haven't seen that one. They produced and directed and edited that movie. And I've never seen it. Hmm, Might be worth checking out. (laughs) Is it dumb? You bet. Is it funny? Sporadically. I think like it depends on your sense of humor, obviously. Mm. You know? With writing like this, can an Academy Award be far behind? Question mark. <laughs> Boring, dumb, cheap jokes, no laugh, tame and lame, says Ian A. Elliot. I laugh two times during this movie. It starts off hilarious and then just gets dumb and dumber. South Park can be pretty funny. Why can't they translate that into live action? Because they didn't write it or produce it or anything? 
Yeah, I mean, this wasn't Matt Stone and Trey Parker's thing. It was someone else's. I mean, David Zucker directed it. You know, it's funny. A lot of these reviews are written like later than the movie came out, though. Right. Like, like this, this one for the VHS was written in 2018. Right. So a review of this movie in 2018, like, it's I going completely to be very different. Yeah, I completely understand why. Because like, not nothing in this movie aged well. There's nothing about it that aged well. Like, even some of the actors and actresses just like look very unhealthy nowadays, and like they just didn't they didn't do well in their 40s or 50s, I guess. Cause or life was really un, unpleasant to them. There's always that option as well. <laughs> a time waster. True dumb fun. Could have had more languages options. <laughs> Did you know the movie is acknowledged to have coined the now meme level term derp when it is said by Matt Stone? When did he say it? He also said Dingleberry at one point in this movie, which is something that like became said more later on. The VHS tape of this movie goes for $40. <laughs> there are two kinds of stupid comedy movies. The ones that are so stupid they became friggin' fun, and usually cult. And one those that are so stupid that they shouldn't exist. I can't exactly tell what the difference is between these two kinds. I guess no one can. They just fit in one or the other. Some are fun, others are pointless. I would rather see Dave making a fourth naked gun than watch this kind of movie again. Jeez. I laugh so hard, I dot dot dot. Wait a sec. No, I didn't. Wow. <laughs> I only made it an hour and 15 minutes into this film. At that point, I told my wife, I can't take this anymore. And she replied, oh, thank God. <laughs> thank God. <laughs> I love the reviews that are like, I was left speechless. Warning, spoilers. <laughs> we see the same joke all the time. I sleep with your sister. Yeah. Fucked your sister. That happened once in this whole movie. The American hamburger when it catches the mad I cow saw that one too. <laughs> People are very divided. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I mean, though. It's, it depends on your taste, right? Like, I like shit like, you know, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective, and like stupid comedy and like spoof comedy. So this just hit my, hit my sense of humor really hard. Yep. It's just fun, fun to watch. It's funny. I don't think that it would be a funny movie for people who get offended easily, though. No. Like, at all. Not, especially not nowadays. Like, there's so many things in this movie that are just... We, we, can, we can appreciate the, the things that haven't aged and, and still find it funny, obviously. Yeah, well, you just have to look at it with a perspective of, like, that time period. You know, like, in the 90s, all kinds of jokes like this were hilarious. Like, look at yeah. Eddie Murphy Delirious and Eddie Murphy Raw. Like, that was the 80s, the late 80s. But, like, those comedy acts, like, shaped the face of 90s humor and stuff like it, you know? Because it was just a lot of, like, jokes about the more serious controversial topics, but, like, bringing light to them and, like, bringing light to stereotypes. And it, it, it was, like, the start of what we have now. It's not, like, any of, like, it's not like the people that made the movie actually think the way that is happening in the movie. Or at least you hope not, right? Well, you never know. I mean, I would certainly hope that no one would, would act the way that <laughs> Matt Stone and Trey Parker acted in this movie in real life. But I mean, yeah, you hope that it's exaggerated. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you would, you would assume and hope that something like this would be exaggerated, especially nowadays. But maybe at the time it wasn't, and it's a good thing that people were offended by this movie at some point because that might have been the start of something better. Thank know. you for that rousing, wonderful speech. Yep, I'll be here all night. 
It's a good movie. It's not, it's one that I wouldn't watch all the time. No, I don't think that I could watch it. Like, I haven't watched it maybe in about five or six years now. Every once in a while, I'll just toss it on again, mm. watch it, and like, have I'll have a laugh. A bit, and largely in part because I'm very nostalgic. I used to watch this movie with like every time someone hadn't seen it, I'd be like, "Oh, you have to watch this movie. It's hilarious." Um, because I just I love South Park's humor and like how they they don't sugarcoat anything with their humor. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. like they 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 make fun of literally everything. You know, like they don't they don't stray away from types of humor because they think it's going to be offensive or they think it's going to be frowned upon by a certain group of people they literally make fun of everyone and everything equally (laughs) which is part of why they haven't been like in a lot of trouble for what they do there's actually um there's a part in i don't remember which south park movie it was but they had like the round table of like fictional characters okay in the south park movie and like one of the people sitting at the head of the table was jesus christ oh and bigger longer uncut yeah it was bigger longer and uncut and matt stone and trey parker actually got like sued for that really yeah they almost got in huge trouble but i know there was that like big thing with muhammad like you're not allowed to show him yeah like they they've gotten in a lot of like sticky situations because of things they've done on the show but like they've managed to you kind of expect it from them as well there's that and the fact that again they they literally make fun of absolutely everything right in the show so you can't be mad at them for making fun of one stereotype and not another you know it's like it comes with the territory yeah and it it is the show like it's been approved for seasons everyone knows what what happens in the show so you don't open an episode of south park and start watching it and go oh i'm expecting some clean television right now (laughs) you know it's funny though, like for very popular guys, I guess, like they've made South Park and they've done like things that are very popular. You don't see like a lot of publicity and like media with them in it, you know? He's wearing a Canada hat, one of those Olympic hats. In the video I sent you? Yeah. Yeah. They're actually like super pleasant guys though. <laughs> they present as very down to earth and I wonder. I wonder if, I wonder if they've like, they, they've got to be like nice guys, honestly. I don't think that they I would think, be. But I think it goes to your head a little bit. It might. I mean, some people are celebrities and they're like super, like super nice and super kind. And like, look at Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is like the face of the world right now. It's crazy. I actually heard a story about Keanu Reeves, how um, he ended up like paying for someone's entire like cart of groceries or something just because when he was shopping <laughs> one time. And he does shit like that all the time where it's just like secretly pay for someone's shit <laughs> because that's the way he is. He just likes to do that. I feel like if I had like a, a bunch of money because I was famous or something, I probably would just like do stuff like that randomly because I don't think I'd be able to spend it all on myself or like, you know, I'd probably donate a lot of money if I were an actor and I would like made millions. I wish there had been a second one that we could have watched. It would have been fun, yeah. yeah. But I, I really don't think that they wanted to do a second one. Yeah, probably the thing, not. The thing about people who make film, like they, they make a TV show that's like basically new every episode with the same right. characters, right? Like they don't have anything that's like a continuation or anything like that. I'm pretty sure that Matt Stone and Trey Parker know that sequels are risky and dangerous, especially if the initial movie didn't do very, very well in the first place. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm sure if they made a basketball movie and they wrote it, it would do very well. But maybe they just haven't wanted to, or they don't care, or... Exactly. That's episode 31 of Refined. 90s. Cinema. 
with Alex and Brandon. Thanks for listening, guys. If you haven't seen Basketball, I'm going to reiterate, go watch it. Seriously. it's it, it, If you're easily offended, maybe don't watch it. But, if you are uh, a cheap laugh like us, you should watch it. If you're easily offended, you probably aren't still listening to the podcast anyway. So it's fine. You And you probably should not continue. It's got that charm. That charm of a silly 90s comedy with like the, the cheesy-ass romantic scenes at the end and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Then listen to our commentary. It's a good time. Our commentary is going to consist of mostly laughter, silence, and commenting on exactly what's happening. But, you know, it's all good because that means it's a good movie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> see you next time. See you next time. And I'll see you next time, Brandon. I love you, buddy. I'm excited well, to see what you pick. I'll hear you next time. <laughs>